The following information and opinions expressed by the host or guest during this program do not represent MKS Broadcasting Incorporated, its employees, or its advertisers. some time to be perfectly frank because the phone came out of the tripod and young Jared doing several things at once he uh, got it back in the back in the uh, whatever they call it a tripod and now we have video of it although that is a weird angle can you tip it to, uh, yeah that's good that's yeah that's fine no one's listening or watching anyway the most honest man on the radio, the gold standard, the living legend, the world's greatest radio personality, your charming and delightful host for the remainder of these two hours right here on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network, 573-431-1000. That's a telephone number, 573-431-1000. If you like the email, you can send me one of those, richardkaysen at yahoo.com. All over the socialist media thing. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn. I'm back on Gab now. And uh, what are you doing, Jared? What are you? Are you texting on the job? Oh, is that? Oh, that that's the boss. Okay. Does does he like what he's hearing? Does he like hearing us fiddle with the uh, uh, camera <laughs> as we fill time? Uh, Gab, you know anything about Gab, young Jared? Are you on? It's just one more of the social sites that I'm trying to get traction on so that I can get heat to the show to get people to join the dollar club, which I encourage you to do so at uh, patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. So uh, this week, Hunter Biden's still promoting his book. We're going to uh, try very hard to help tank those sales. The media, they have stopped reporting on that capital crash. You're pretty quick, didn't they? Man, you, you just quit hearing about him. You haven't heard a thing about it. You heard a little about it last week here on the program. But everyone from your local affiliates to the national news to the Newsmaxes even, just they've, they've vanished that coverage. 60 Minutes, they are editing stories out of context again. You may remember 15, 16 years ago, they tried to railroad President George W. Bush 
by uh, discounting his Texas Air National Guard service with phony papers that 60 Minutes and CBS News acquired, and they had to pay pay the price for that. A Canadian church shut down for violating COVID rules. Only a matter of time before you think they're going to try to pull that stunt here. And we will take a trip to Sweet Home Chicago. We'll try to make the very best of that. The latest from the George Floyd trial. All of that so much for tonight right here on the Richard Case and Radio Network. But first, some opening comments. I'm driving on Highway 21 here tonight. And I'm about, I would say, four miles from, from where I'm staying at my brother's right now. And... I see a pickup truck pulled over. Its hazard lights are on. And being a two-lane road, it's the responsible thing to do to try to slow down, make some room for it. So that's what I did. Because you don't know the situation. You don't know if they are fiddling around under the hood. You don't know if they're trying to change a tire uh, anything of the sort. You just don't know. I slow down. I move over. And I saw some legs in front of the truck standing there. And the closer I got, I saw the legs moving more to the side of the vehicle. And as I pass it, I, I see a guy not dressed dissimilar to me. He looked a little dressy. But he's standing, and i I got to stand up for this, but he's like right in front of his truck, and he's just, and I see the man retching and getting sick right on the, I've never seen this before. I never saw someone. So bad. I'm I'm hoping that it was car sickness and that he wasn't DUI. But this was the first time in my life I saw someone pull over on the side of the road, standing in front of their vehicle to heave. And, uh, yeah. Be, and being a two-lane road, no less, it makes it all the more dangerous. Driving fast on two-lane roads, because I take 21 to 32 up here. And... Um, you got to slow down. You have to slow down. You are not in a Formula One racer. It's not a race. You're most likely distracted trying to find something to listen to on your phone or a, you're replying to a text message or your social media in. You're doing everything but you're uh, supposed to be doing, which is driving. And I got passed by these... I can only assume that they were young youngsters, youngins, whippersnappers, because they flipped me off as they drove by me. I mean, it was 50 miles an hour, and the recommended yellow sign speed limit was 45, so I'm doing 50. I guess not fast enough. They're like, well, we're moving by you, Grandpa. They blow by me, give me the bird. Um, another car goes by me. I'm thinking, where's the fire? What's the emergency? Pulled into Taco Bell, got my food to eat before the show, and I saw two emergency vehicles heading in that same direction. I don't know if it's them. I don't know. But two-lane roads in this day and age with the distractions that we have you, you either, you got to do one of two things. You're not going to break people from their phones. That, that's not going to happen. So you're going to have to take two-lane roads and split them. Just one lane goes this way. 
there's some forest, some trees, shrubbery, and then on the other side of that is the other lane. That's the only safe way you can do this anymore because people are simply too distracted. Of course, I am the world's, in addition to being the world's greatest radio personality, also the world's safest driver. So, Not by ability, it's only by default because I'm the only person not distracted. Any, any of the podcasts I listen to, any of the, like if I decide I'm done listening to a podcast, punch up, I'll, I'll hit the button, uh, open Eddie Money, Take Me Home Tonight on YouTube. And if I'm in a service area on Highway 32 up there in Iron Mountain and all that, it will open it up for me. Um, oh, I ruined a wedding over the weekend. Me and my big mouth, I ruined a wedding. <laughs> Young Jared, he's just over here because he's worked with me for a few weeks and he uh, kind of knows the score. And he's like, oh, no, like it's not as bad as you think because it wasn't one of those things where um, speak now or forever hold your pe- It was my girlfriend's uh, older daughter's wedding. And it was a, a lovely service. It was just the everyone put all sorts of time and money and effort into this thing. And we braved weather because we thought it was going to get rained out at one point. And so I'm sitting up front with the mother, my girlfriend, and things are going fine, just as as they had rehearsed. Well, what didn't happen in rehearsal, what no one had accounted for, the only one paying attention to it was who? Yours truly. Because, I mean, it, it was a, as touching as it was, everyone, you know, I teared up uh, along with everyone else. I, I wasn't, you know... It wasn't the waterworks, but you know, it was it was a touching moment. But just the performer in me, I'm watching the layout. I'm watching how, where everyone is standing, where they're moving. I see the pastor take a step, right? His foot hooks under the microphone cable. And at this point, I know something's going to happen. I don't know what's going to be pulled down, but I know something is coming down. Because I see, like, here's the cable. I'm describing this for young Jared. This is the cable. Here's his foot. Gets hooked under it. The next step he takes, it's either a speaker, something's coming down, the arch, a fern, something. Thankfully, it was just the microphone on a stand. And just kind of hit him in the back. And gracefully, he turned around. Oh, it's the microphone. He walked it over to here, set it to the side. All right. And if we'll continue lighting the candles here and... So he played it off, and but here's where I ruined it when he, uh, <laughs> before he got the chance to play it off, there was me going, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it! And my girlfriend, she, she was mortified at the thought of the destruction on stage, but then when she heard my outburst, then she was like, well, what else can we do? So she laughed. And, but uh, other than that, it went off without a hitch. And then I got to play MC and... All that. Fast food isn't fast anymore. I was telling Jared briefly about this this morning. I I asked the girlfriend if she wanted me to go up to the world's most popular fast food franchise to get breakfast. We all know the one. So I went up there. Line now it's it's attached to a gas station, so that's a problem. The line is curling around the building. I'm in this line literally, I think, 27 minutes. I think it was 10 a.m. when I get in the line. It's 10.27. Once I place the order, 
which that took a few minutes because the people didn't want to move up. This one woman, she's more concerned about her blogging or whatever. It's like, beep, beep, move. And she's like behind me and she's going, and I'm, you got to move. You're in a, there's people behind me. You got to move. So she's giving me attitude. I order the big breakfast. Big breakfast. Used to, last time I ordered it, you're talking hotcakes, eggs, sausage, biscuit. Not anymore. So I ordered a big breakfast for me, hotcakes and bacon for the girlfriend, four breakfast burritos, which I don't eat, and a uh, sausage McMuffin with cheese, which I do eat. And this was another few minutes waiting. Get the food brought to me. Instantly, I see that there are no hotcakes with the big breakfast, so I haven't moved out of my line or my spot in line yet. Call them up, and they're still COVID lockdown, so you can't go in. Because if you go in, they'll shoot you or call the cops because you, you, you broke the imaginary McDonald's COVID barrier. You, you, pat, you dared, but whoops, I said the name. Sorry about that. Oh, well, um, this is all in fun. But they don't want you to come into the – and this is the only one, though, because up here they're open, right? Down there in uh, Hicktown, Carter County, they've been closed for a year. It's ridiculous. But out of respect, I didn't go in there storming Norman, guns a-blazing. Again, a figure of speech. I, I just was like, I called him up, and I said, the hotcakes not come with the big breakfast anymore? Well, they do if you specify. Yeah, young Jared, he's shooting me the look like, come on, that's BS, and he knows it. How is it up here? Does it just, oh, okay, now now he's bailing on me once again, shrugging his shoulders. Take a position. Pick a side. Um, apparently, you got to specify hotcakes with a big breakfast now, so all right, fine. I get home, distribute the food to everybody, and I know it's not a big deal. It's just one more thing that pees me off. They didn't include a silverware packet for me. Girlfriend got one. I didn't get any hotcakes. I didn't get my silverware. Now, we have silverware. We have silverware at the house. It's not a big deal. The point is, they're supposed to supply it. So I called them up. Blah, 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 blah. What is it? What are you doing? You're bad service, bad customer service. And, well, we're very busy and mistakes happen. Mistakes happen every morning. And you. And when you think about it, if you hang around me, it's really just a, another typical Sunday in the life of Richard Case. And we'll be right back. Here it is, pal. Farmington Pond and Gift. Wow, this place has everything. There's all the fishing gear. Archery's over there. Firearms are over here. Tools for me. Jewelry for the wife and me. Look at all these dollar DVDs. Look at these instruments. We could... It's Richard Kaysen, and we're on 1240 KFMO every Sunday night at 9. But what if you miss something? Maybe the entire first hour. Maybe the entire show. No worries. For one American dollar a month, you'll never miss the Richard Kaysen Radio Network again. Join the Dollar Club at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. Yeah, the first hour's free on Apple and Spotify.
Join the Dollar Club, patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen for just $1 a month. Say you missed last week's show, you can go back and listen to it. You can go back all the way to the beginning. We're coming up on the one-year mark of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. Not the first podcast I've hosted, not the first, certainly not the first radio show I've hosted, but probably the first thing I've done in a good 17, 18 years that I've actually enjoyed. So, (laughs) because I've taken a lot of crap radio jobs that just, it's a whole other story. Some listener comments from what we were talking about last week. We, it was pretty much George Floyd radio last week and I was promoting the podcast version of the show on socialist media here on Facebook and it was the uh, basically the description says uh, the verdict's in and Judge Kaysen's ruled on the George Floyd thing Zachary who may call up tonight don't know He says, how about we wait till we see the full evidence in the trial? And I replied to Zachary, the video is the trial, and I've made my ruling. But I'm on Sunday nights from 9 to 11 p.m. on 1240 KFMO or on KFMO.com. The phone number is 573-431-1000. Because this is what social media and Facebook has done to people. It has ground them down to a nub. They're... That video is going to continue to just be the bane of my existence the whole time. Um, People don't know how to communicate anymore. And they would much rather do it through a keyboard. And So he says, uh, oh, oh, I said to him, either way, thank you for your contribution. I'll be sure to give a shout out when I share your comments on the air this Sunday, which is what I'm doing right now. Thanks. RC. That's me. However, you might try watching the video along with me while I make my commentary. In other words, you watch the or listen to the podcast and then watch the video along with it, and you'll see that the truth hurts. And I won't this is this is who we're dealing with here, just in case I need to use this in in case things get ugly and I gotta go to the mattresses and get personal with someone that that's the kind of guy we're dealing with so (laughs) the video audience they i won't subject them to that but okay so hunter biden we we covered this briefly last week but we're going to spend a lot more time on this this week let's just i guess i need to open with this latest headline before i recap some of the stuff we did last week and this is the latest on the hunster check it out Hunter Biden, let, let me preface this by saying also, this is not a joke. This is a legit headline, okay? Hunter Biden admits he smoked Parmesan cheese after mistaking it for crack. Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, smoked has no Parmesan cheese after mistaking it for years, crack. Which means there was plenty to Now that we have something playing, you can uh, fiddle with that video for a second. Ago. You've said your dad always saw the good in you through all of this. Was there ever a time he still looks like a cokehead? Okay, there's no way he's going to give up on me. I've done it now. Never, never, not once. Hunter Biden is the president's second son, 
a Yale-trained lawyer and a lobbyist whose well-publicized drug problems, personal scandals, and business dealings seem to have kept him in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. And we'll return to this story periodically, but let's just review here real quick. As we said last week, he had a profile on the Ashley Madison dating website for extramarital affairs. And he said, well, that's not me. That was Robert Biden. Well, his full name is Robert Hunter Biden. And they did a GPS coordinate confirmation, I guess you'd call it. And yeah, that's fine. It, I guess the gyros and everything will fix it. And To me, it looks like the old Batman show, but as long as it's... But he's saying that he didn't start this Ashley Madison account at the university where he was fake teaching, except he actually did start it there because they confirmed it. So then you got the wife of uh, former Vice President Joe Biden's surviving son. That would be Hunter. His estranged wife, Kathleen, seeks to limit the attorney and former JAG officer who is now in a relationship with his brother's widow. And he's giving her $5,000 a month, 20000 per or five. A $5,000 per month allowance and $20,000 per month for her. Oh, okay, so that's just more money. That's where it gets confusing because she's getting money. It's like a politician getting money from more than one uh, revenue stream. You know how they will work sweetheart deals and things like that. So um, what else do we have here? Hunter Biden, son of 2020 presidential candidate Joe Biden, has come under scrutiny for his business talks or business links to Ukrainian national gas firm Burisma while his father was vice president. So that sets the stage. We'll play a few more seconds of this going into the break, but we will be right back. There's a current Department of Justice investigation into your finances. Yep. What is it about? Can you say anything more? I can't, but I can say this. is I'm cooperating um, completely. And <laughs> absolutely... Joe Biden brags about Ukrainian Prosecutor General Viktor Shokin in his investigation of corruption involving Burisma Holdings, a natural gas company, identifying Hunter Biden as the recipient of over $3 million from that company. Listen. It'll take a second because it's running through the... It's like a silent movie. Oh, there's more to it. Not wanting this corruption exposed, Joe Biden swung into action, using U.S. loan guarantees as hostage while demanding Skokin be fired. Amazingly, here's Biden bragging about his actions in this matter, the same matters that he's denying his son has any involvement with, that he has any involvement with, but sounds like right here, there's plenty of involvement to me convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to keep. Oh, listener that. discretion is advised. supposed to announce that there is another billion dollar loan guarantee. 
and I had gotten a commitment from That's Poroshenko sucking his dentures back in. Yatsenyuk uh, that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> now you got fired. See to and him. They put in place someone who was solid. To him, to Biden, that's just good old boy politics the way it used to be. You know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. And there is a fine line between the illegal and simply the unethical. But that is kind of the linchpin of this whole Ukrainian-Russia energy, money-for-nothing, pay-to-play, selling access to the government scam that the Bidens are involved in that Joe Biden straight up lies about and says, Oh, we're not involved in that lies about his son. Oh, my son's not involved in that. But as we'll listen, he, he backtracks on, yeah, I was involved in that and I wasn't involved. That could be my laptop. Oh, Oh, by the way, I, I don't know if I got a chance to play this last week for real. This is from CBS Sunday morning, a couple of weeks ago for real. Hunter Biden doesn't know if this laptop is is really his or not. Was Keep in mind that it's already been authenticated by an independent computer guy, and it's got a ton of personal Hunter Biden stuff on it that I'm going to be sharing with you. But honest to God, Hunter Biden, for real, he doesn't know if the laptop's his or not. Was that your laptop? For real, I don't know. I know, but, but you know that's... Is, this I is really a, don't know. Now, look at his... Okay, I say look at his eyes. If you see the video on YouTube, make sure to look at his eyes is what I'm trying to say because he he looks like an 11 or 12 year old kid because he rolls his eyes like really I don't know I I don't know why how that got there why people would was that know. your laptop for real I don't know I know but, but you know that's is, this is I really a, don't know okay. if the answer is that's you don't know yes or no if the laptop I don't have was any yours. idea Lame. I have no idea so could have been yours of course certainly it, 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 there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me there could be that I was hacked it could be that there was no the, it could be that you took that laptop to a computer shop and much like your father you are an idiot and you completely forgot that there was tons of incriminating material on there. And now look at the pickle you're in, Hunter. Uh, that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was Why? stolen from me. No, it could be that you were full of crap. I'm 100% certain that at the end of the investigation that I will be cleared of any wrongdoing. You're 100% certain. I'm 100% certain. And really? all I can do is Because the information that I'm going to drop here in the... Next few minutes, I don't, I don't know about that because, I mean, this is just the still the ancillary stuff. I haven't gotten to the juice yet. Hunter Biden forged other business deals with individuals and entities tied with the governments of Russia, China, and Kazakhstan. Know anything about Kazakhstan? He doesn't know where that is. That reportedly scored him hundreds of millions of dollars. How selling access to at the time, the president, which was President Obama. But let's just skim these notes here a little bit more. 
2017 email, I'm pretty sure I shared this one with you last week, 2017 email published by NBC revealed Hunter Biden didn't disclose $400,000 in income from that Ukrainian energy firm in 2014 as he was advised to do so. Recently made public Secret Service records indicate that Hunter Biden did not travel to Ukraine prior to his appointment to the board. In other words, he didn't go to Ukraine as a tourist. He didn't go there. Well, we don't know if there's a record of him going over there for the prostitutes or not, but he may have. But as far as this is concerned, until he got put on this board, he had never been there before. It's just one more case of, oh, here's someone who's not qualified for the money we're giving them, but you're giving us access to this guy so that we can do this dirty deal. And ugh, makes me sick thinking about it. Obama administration allowed then-Vice President Joe Biden's son, Hunter, to continue working at Burisma, even after U.S. officials established strong evidence suggesting that the company had engaged in corrupt activities in 2014, citing State Department memos and interviews. But nah, we need him in there. He's doing, he's doing good work, so let's just allow that to continue. How's about this one? Oh, just a quick note, Hunter admitted to ABC News that his father's political position did help him secure that lucrative appointment to Burisma's board of directors, even though he denied that. Former Vice President Joe Biden's presidential campaign pushed back against a report that he had met with an advisor to the corrupt Ukrainian energy company Burisma in 2015. Sure. Um... The New York Post obtained a smoking gun email from Vadim Pasharsky, an advisor to Burisma, thanking Hunter Biden for arranging a meeting with then-Vice President Biden in Washington, D.C. back in 2014. An advisor to the Ukraine—this is uh, dated October 16, 2020. An advisor to the Ukrainian energy company Burisma— suggested in an email in 2015 that Hunter Biden was expected expected to provide deliverables for that company, including the ultimate purpose of stopping cases or pursuits into the company's founder, which was connected to what Biden was bragging about just a moment ago. But Biden Jr., Hunter here, the, the cokehead, the... The sex addict here, he's going to be found innocent of any wrongdoing. And, and trust in the process. From the time he was a toddler, Hunter Biden and his older brother, Beau, were fixtures in Joe Biden's public life. And when they were both hurt And even in then, he was thinking of ways to worm into his brother's widow's life and steal her away from him. We'll be right Hunter Biden gate here at the Richard Case and Radio Network. So here is more video of the vice president's son talking about his battles with addiction and, and drugs and hookers and car crash that killed their mother and sister. Their dad, a newly elected U.S. senator, took his oath of office in a hospital room. 
if in six months or a so mental a hospital between my being a good father <laughs> and being a good senator, which I hope will not occur. Oh, man, black and white get another senator, but they can't get another father. But as the Biden sons got older, their paths diverged. Mm. Bo was a war veteran and Delaware attorney general with his sights set on higher. And Hunter developed a taste for cocaine. Secretary of State Mike, uh, I, I saw young Jared kind of wince a little bit whenever I said that, which made my uh, train of thought go off a little bit here. So I'll start again. <laughs> Secretary of State Mike Pompeo expressed support for, uh, and again, this is bad. I'm, these are all past headlines to try to build the case here to, to get you to understand that despite what fake President Biden is saying, despite what Hunter Biden is saying, they're the Biden crime family is what they are. And they're selling influence and they're selling America out to the highest bidder. And, and that's the beginning and the end of it. Mike Pompeo expressed support for John Ratcliffe's assessment that the slew of damning reports on Hunter Biden is not Russian disinformation, as we heard him allude to immunity. Oh, yeah, that laptop, that that could be Russian hacking. They, they could have, you know, put a laptop in my name and stole my information and put it all in there and taken it to a shop. Yeah, they could have done that. Or in reality, it's his laptop. Hunter Biden, dateline October 27th, 2020. Hunter Biden, the son of former Vice President Joe Biden, in case you didn't know, allegedly acted as the personal attorney for Yi Jinping, the chair of a major... This is where they start to go into business with China. Now they have concluded their business in the Ukraine, and now they've moved on to China, where he allegedly acted as the personal attorney for Yi Jinping, the chair of a major Chinese energy firm, in a deal to buy... Oh, okay, this is where it all connects. In a deal to buy a 14% stake in a Russian state oil company facing U.S. sanctions. But, you know, he's going to come out on top of this when it's all said and done. Office. But Hunter, who was kicked out of the Navy Reserve after failing a drug test, grappled with substance what? abuse for years. And after Bo died of brain cancer in 2015, Hunter says he was binge drinking vodka so heavily that his father intervened. Oh, and he also may have committed a felony in 2018 because while he is known largely for his mysterious lucrative foreign business dealings that the establishment media routinely ignores, they don't report on it. So if they don't report on it, it doesn't happen, right? May have committed a felony when he purchased a gun back in 2018 lying about his history of drug use on the form, the drug use that got him booted out of the Navy. He came to my apartment one time, and this is when... Was it corn pop? He was still in office as vice oh. president. And so he kind of ditched his Secret Service, figured out a way to get over to the house. And I said, what are you doing here? He said, honey... I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do coke here, Dad. What are you doing? Leave me alone. What are you doing? I said, Dad, I'm fine. He said, you're not fine. He sought and got help in rehab, mm. but in time he fell off the wagon and deeper into the abyss. You would wake up some mornings, I shouldn't even say some mornings because you slept for like 15 minutes at a time, yeah. and be looking for crack and just smoke whatever was there. Here's the Parmesan cheese. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I spent more time on my hands and knees picking through rugs um, smoking anything that re even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone 
<laughs> if I had a nickel for every time I heard a story about someone snorting Parmesan cheese thinking it was something else. <laughs> if there was a Richard Kaysen Radio Network t-shirt, would you wear it? What about Richard Kaysen yoga pants? I even have a Richard Kaysen face mask. I'll sell anything. Doesn't mean I'm going to wear it. Well, maybe the yoga pants. Listen to the show drinking out of a Richard Kaysen Radio Network mug or catch some rays lying on that Richard Kaysen beach towel. And it's all at richardkaysenonline.com. happened we were broadcasting but i wasn't recording so i guess podcast is concerned we're recording again so one two three four five yeah that's five segments so all right fine everything works out well we'll get back to all this hunter biden stuff we still got to talk george floyd trial capital barrier guy the canadian church getting shut down spotify is censoring joe rogan only reason they haven't censored me is because i'm a nobody but it's going to happen. And if there is time, if there is time in this episode of the Richard Kaysen Radio Network, I will give you a terrifying vision of what a United States under a President Kaysen might sound like. Coming up in the next hour right here on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network.